threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Cam, you feeling a little burned out? I buddy? always feel burned out. <laughs> oh, man. Life's what? taking a toll on me. Things get rough sometimes. They do. And that's what we're here today to talk about, right? Yeah. What are we talking about? So it may just be your hobby to prep, but Mm -hmm. even that, you can feel burned out. Yes, you can. So we're going to talk about how to avoid that burnout. Yeah. What causes that burnout? Why? What is a burnout? What is life? And then you can go out in a parking lot and cause a burnout. Yeah, you can burn out and while you're burnt out. (laughs) Something like that, right? So yeah, we're going to talk about burnout. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. We're very excited. I got to tell you about something first, though, Cameron. I, did you know that most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk that you'll never use? Mm-hmm. Not Battle Box. They don't burn out. No, 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 no. It's the monthly subscription box for men, women, children, dogs, cats, Priests. everything. Priests. <laughs> priests. <laughs> full of solid gear for adventure seekers. Preachers and priests and <laughs> survivalists. The preacher's box. <laughs> it's like a Bible and a clerical collar, <laughs> rosary. I don't know. I like that. Um, I'd subscribe to that. Monthly I don't know why I love it, though. Monthly subscription box. Preachers. <laughs> the word of God in your inbox. Um, each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued far, uh, far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box. But here is a sampling of what users received this month, the Spot Tracker Gen 4 Satellite GPS Messenger. It, it, it I'm works being off of a satellite. Tracked right now. <laughs> yeah. Every box. Thanks, has been Battle tracked. Box. Thanks, Battle Box. And then the Essie Izula. Mm. It's a p- p- pretty little knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. All this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped. I'm going with it. They've shipped a million boxes. <laughs> they have to. Have. Okay. And they won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife <laughs> when you sign up at tribebattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Just go to go to Chrome and make that your homepage. Tribebattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Go do it right now. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time you get I gotta one. do this. I, someday I'm gonna free knife. Free knife. Free knife, yeah. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at tribebattlebox.com slash casual preppers or Click home on Chrome, and you're there. <laughs> All right? I like it. I like it. Listener, reviews starts now. Hilarious. Hilarious. Five star. <laughs> I'll read, I guess. Go for it. Go for it. In a world, in a world of doom <laughs> and gloom, world, these guys bring a little comedy to a normally grim subject. <laughs> Awesome. awesome. Straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Cannon Head 311. Cannon Head. 311? I remember that band. Oh, man. I was I was a huge 311 fan. Yeah, I was a skater when I was in high school. <laughs> so I had to. It was like. And then a skater boy. <laughs> I wasn't that kind of skater boy. No, 311. Um, cool. Anyways, if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon, leave us a five star review and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. I saw this article and I was like, I'm, I'm mad, mad world in this sucker. Yeah. Um, so it says, the U.S. Navy has patents on weird and little understood technology. According to patents filed by the Navy, it is working on a compact fusion reactor that could power cities. 
an engine that works using inertial mass reduction and a hybrid aerospace underwater craft. That's pretty clear. Yeah, yeah. I understand it. Dubbed the UFO patents, the war zone has reported that the Navy had to build prototypes of some of these outlandish tech to prove that they actually worked. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Salvatore Cesar Pice. (laughs) Don't laugh. This is his name. Is the man behind the patents. uh, And the war zone has... Proven the man exists. Hail Caesar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pius has worked for a number of different departments in the Navy, including the Naval Air Warfare Center Aircraft Division and the Strategic Systems Programs. Essentially, he's claiming to use properly spun electromagnetic fields to contain a fusion reaction. I don't know why the hell I didn't think about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just Sometimes you just wasting gotta... time in the car every morning. I, I'm driving sitting to work. there taking a dump looking at Facebook when I could have been doing this. <laughs> It's true. You know what I mean? That plasma fusion reaction he claims to have invented will revolutionize power consumption. Experts theorize that a functioning fusion reactor would lead to cheap and ubiquitous energy. One of Pius and the Navy's patents described the propulsion system and fusion drive would be used for a hybrid aerospace underwater craft. Yeah. According to the patent, the craft could travel land, sea, and outer space at incredible speeds. And don't ask me why you would have to go from the ocean to outer space, but you could with this thing. So do you remember Flight of the Navigator? I do remember. That's basically what it is. he did that. He did. Water, space. Yeah, time. (laughs) All of it. Um, Other patents invented by Pius and wow. filed by the Navy include a high-temperature superconductor, an electromagnetic field generator, and a high-frequency gravitational wave generator. This is the guy that, the same guy invented these? Or these yeah. are other techs? These are just other uh, these patents are like, okay. that, they've been, that they've filed. Oh, wow. Dude, that, that has got to be UFO technology. Yeah. Right? Maybe it's being tested. That's what I'm and saying. that's what people keep seeing. Yeah. That... That's bonkers. That is crazy stuff. So anyways, Mad Mad World. Good job, Navy. Yeah, well done. That's going to be sweet. Better than just driving ships all over the place. <laughs> right. You know, just boats. Going and pissing people off over in, <laughs> yeah. in the exactly. Indian Ocean and stuff. Yeah. Um, mine's not as cool. That's all right. But I thought it was cool. Okay. So, February 3rd, a Washington State casino broke two Guinness record world records when it celebrated the opening of its new parking garage with a race between two cars that were 90% cake. <laughs> parking garage? <laughs> That's weird. I know. <laughs> Celebrate, and they made race cars out of cake. 90 91%. Um, wonder what the other 9% was. Aluminum. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hate it when I bite into a cake and get 9% aluminum. <laughs> That's the worst. Mercury, aluminum, yeah. whatever. Whatever. But um, it was cheap. The world's getting crazy. They're building cake cars now. Cake cars. Said each, uh, the Cowlitz Indian tribe, which owns the casino, said each car was 90% edible to ensure they met Guinness World Records qualifications <laughs> that required the cars to be 90% edible in order to set the record of the fastest edible vehicle. Oh my gosh. Formula One driver Michael Andretti, Mario Andretti's son, mm-hmm. drove the car that broke the records. Do you want to wow. know how fast it went? I don't know. You probably said this is a piece of cake. <laughs> to drive this. <laughs> a piece of cake. <laughs> I hope he did. <laughs> he better. Well, have. that was a piece of cake. Freaking opportunity lost if he didn't. Seriously. Anyways, what was his top Andretti's speed? Andretti's cake car reached a top speed of 17.8 miles per hour. <laughs> oh, that's some fast food. And travel. <laughs> so many of them. Gosh, it's never ending. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Oh, man. It's like I read this with you before. <laughs> I know. I seriously did not look at the oh. link. And mm. travel a distance of 349.8 feet mm. to break the records. Gosh dang. Woo-wee. That top speed. A that's mad just world. icing on the cake, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is keep coming. Man, that was a cakewalk right there. Man, that was good. Yeah, that's funny. That's wow. Cool. Well, Kobe has never heard that, and he brought up <laughs> all a, those jokes. It's a mad, mad Had world. A witty, ah, witty, witty. Sometimes, uh, Cam, uh, we're all preppers. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we all we're kind of preppers. We're at least casual preppers, right? Um, and sometimes it's not always fun, right? <laughs> I'm still thinking of it. was a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was a piece of I cake. I really hope he did do that. He had to. Though. Yeah. So prepping, you know, it isn't always fun. It goes, it's, there's ups and downs, there's cycles, you know. Um, there's times, though, that really it feels like a humongous burden. It really does. Like, it, it's so hard to do. Um, because it's, like, never-ending. Yeah. Right? Um, it can wear on you. Um and this is kind of where what we're talking about today is that prepper burnout or even prepper fatigue. You know what I mean? Um, all of us, have, well, <clears throat> maybe not all of us, but many of us have gone through it. You know, if you're a brand new prepper, maybe you haven't hit that wall yet. But um, there are times where it's just it's hard to continue to prep. Like it, there, every it just feels like screw it. I don't want to do it right now. It's too hard. There's just so many things to it that yeah. it does. It gets overwhelming. You're like, well, where do I start? Or where do I, I go didn't next? Even go to that part, or I haven't yeah. prepped in this area. So. Yeah. So we're going to talk about prepper fatigue today. We're going to talk about what you know, how to recognize when you're having that prepper fatigue. You know, what are the symptoms, yeah. and then why that happens sometimes. What are the things that are, are causing this to happen, and then what you can do to either get out of it or try to avoid it altogether. So yeah. that's kind of the whole shebang today. So, Cam, why don't you talk to us about? how to recognize it what are the symptoms of this prepper fatigue yeah you might be in prepper burnout right now and you didn't even know it absolutely um yeah and kobe and i we've talked about this before how we kind of go in and out of this like oh Mm -hmm. like a prepper urgency and we're like let's go buy all this stuff and then we're like go a whole month without really doing anything on top of our preps so yeah yeah it's easy to go in and out of that and how to recognize if you're in a burnout and how to get out of it is yeah kind of the key you got to recognize that you're actually in a funk. Mm-hmm. Um, so fatigue, this is probably the most common symptom, you know, is you just get tired of talking about prepping or worrying yeah. about it. You just don't really care about much that's going on or what your preps are doing or if you're mm-hmm. cycling them out or anything like that. I've, um, I've felt that before. And for us, it's a little bit harder because, like, every week we, we're here doing We have this. to be, yeah, it would be hard oh, yeah. to not have something or a reason to talk about it all exactly. the time. So, yeah, it's a little different for being... us, but I could totally see how mm-hmm. it would hurt. It would be stingy. <laughs> no bueno. To just give up. Yeah. Um, forgetfulness, you know, impaired thought, attention. This applies to real depression, too, by the way. Yeah, sure. But um, it doesn't mean that you're, like, forgetting things, but, and, you know, need to have a medical exam. Sometimes, maybe. Maybe. But um, you let your guard down. Mm-hmm. So forgetfulness of, like, you know, I I can't tell you how many times I go down and grab a can of beans. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that expired in 18. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, you just haven't been on top of it. You haven't stayed on top of your preps and you haven't added to. And you just kind of 
you know, get in this funk and you forget the important parts of, of, of yeah. it. Well, I'll do that sometimes too with like some of my, we've talked, we had an episode a while ago on prepper habits. Like those habits will start going away. They do. Like I'll, I, I'm usually really, really good at making sure when my gas tank gets to half full, I'm like, it's empty. I got to go fill it up. And then I can tell when I'm like in this funk because I don't do that. Yeah. Like I let it get That's down true. Lower. The habits are pretty yeah. common. <clears throat> and then I have people, you know, come up and they're like, hey, I'm storing a bunch of water. Mm-hmm. What's a good recommendation for chlorine? I'm like, uh, yeah, I can't remember. You I'd go back and listen. To, yeah. And you're like forgetting some of the skills that you've developed and, yep. and learned. You're just not, mm-hmm. you know, practicing prepping anymore. Yep. Um, anxiousness, anxiety is a sign of burnout. You're worrying about the future, sleepless. You're worried mm-hmm. about, are your preps in order? You're, you're worried about, have I done enough? What if there's a tragedy? You know, and that's, that's something that we've talked about. You do anyway, you should be thinking about it, but when you're anxious about it, then, yeah. then you've probably been just too relaxed and, and, yeah. and not keeping on top of things. So you don't know where you're at. You don't know what your situation is and you're and not leads to a ton of anxiety. That to me, cause that's what we've talked about before. For me, prepping is a way to get rid of anxiety. Cause a lot of people, it does. We, did, we did that article with Vox. Yeah. Like uh, last month or whenever that was. And she was like, and, and we were talking about that. Like, this is a way for us to actually get rid of this anxiety is to talk about it yeah. and to do these things. She's like, that seems like the complete opposite. We're like, no, you know, when I'm prepping for it, when I've thought about it, when I've thought these scenarios through and when I'm on top of everything, the anxiety level goes way down. Yeah. Because I know I'm prepared, at least in some form. But when I stop doing that, that's when the anxiety it ramps does. up like you're talking about. It does. And yeah. then when a pandemic hits, yeah. <laughs> you, people just go and lose yep. their minds and buy all the stuff they don't even know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so anxiety is a huge thing. Depression, obviously. Yeah. Preppers get really depressed um, when the event doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, they've been preparing for this earthquake or they've been preparing for civil unrest. We're ahead and of then earthquake. nothing happens. And you're kind of <laughs> like, well, maybe I spent too much time and mm-hmm. too much money and, and prepared for something that yep. isn't going to happen. And so you, they just they take a really long break from We'll prepping. talk about that later, too, that, that very thing, because that, that can really affect you. It can. I think. So that you have to have your mindset right about yeah. that specific situation right you know um and then the careless and hopeless you know you're just like i don't really care Mm -hmm. you know and i can't remember what's it called when they you just the 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 kind of the normalcy you just feel like well the normalcy bias isn't that what it is the normalcy bias is where they just feel you feel like it doesn't really it's not gonna happen to me Mm -hmm. if it does things will be taken care of the community will Mm -hmm. pick me up you know and that's part of prepper fatigue you're just like i don't see the point in prepping and you just don't feel Maybe the event didn't happen, and you just have been really relaxed, and you're yep. like, screw it, you know, things will be fine. Um, illness mm-hmm. might be stressed so much that, you know, you're just sick. I mean, this is getting into more of the health. Um, <laughs> stop correcting. <laughs> um, more into, like, the health aspect yeah. where you might not only be uh prepper fatigue but you might just be fatigued in life you're just like eh, yeah it's just not motivated for anything and you're sick all the time and yeah you just that's that's a another deeper part of the fatigue mm-hmm. long periods of zero prepping you just go for months without doing anything to top off your preps to look at your inventory to go over your gear you know you just don't have interest in it you think it's good and you don't really care <laughs> yeah weirdly enough i've been through this even as uh, even with uh, us with the podcast, doing yeah. the podcast I do i've done too. that before yep 
You That's know? it. I, when I went and got those beans, like I said, yeah, <laughs> saw that it Friggin was expired. Beans. I'm like, come on, I'm a prepper, idiot. Or I'll go, and this has happened to me a couple of times, in, like just this summer. Um, I take so much stuff with us when we travel mm-hmm. that I'm like, it's like ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. let's take six bug out bags just in case. <laughs> yeah. And we got we went up on the mountain and and the battery died on in our car and I was like. Oh, where's my gear? Like, where I don't have jumper cables on me. Oh, like, man. are you kidding me? Yeah, I felt embarrassed. Somebody yeah. came and helped me, and they're like, "Hey, oh, you do a podcast?" And they're all shaming me. <laughs> and so you deserve to be. Yeah, shamed. I did. Yeah. And I was like, "Man, I I'm kind of in that funk of not yep. being on top of it." So now, you know, obviously, I take like 16 battery mm-hmm. like jumpers with me. Um, you know, boredom. You just it's just not a fun or exciting thing. You feel like, well, I'm just not interested mm-hmm. as much in it anymore. And then the feeling of being unorganized. Like I said, the inventory thing's tough and staying on top of it and checking your gear. Like we've gotten so many different little pieces of gear through subscription boxes and, you know, sent to review that I'm like, I don't even know what I have. Yeah, it's tough. And you kind of are like, I don't really care. Yep. I know it's there, but that's a bad idea. And that's Mm -hmm. obviously you're not staying in that mindset of being prepared because even if you have all the stuff and it's unorganized, that's not prepared. No, so, I completely agree. So that all these things kind of happen, and you kind of go in and out of this. So yeah. So those are the symptoms. Getting out of this is kind yeah. of a big deal. Or what's some of the causes? Yeah. So that's that's some of the symptoms. So let's look at what are the things what that led you to that. Yeah. What led you to those symptoms? What led you to this prepper burnout? Because there's a lot of different reasons. Um, and they're going to be different for everybody, and everybody's going to have a different situation. But here's a bunch of of, of ones that you know I thought of. It's expensive sometimes. It oh you know, yeah, definitely. It's not always expensive, and that's we talk about this a lot. There's a lot of, of ways you can prep for free without spending this money. But if you're going to be a prepper, there's going to be cost involved, and sometimes that can be really hard depending on what your financial situation is like, right? And this can cause a lot of stress, especially if you're married and, or you have a partner and they're not into the prepping. Yeah. This this could cause a lot of problems. Like, it really can. Yeah. Um, I think that's why a lot of people ask us, like, how do you get your yeah. significant other into prepping? Because, yeah. It exactly. Can, it can be a big problem. And this is why we talk about all the time, make sure your financials are in order before you really, you know, make a lot of purchases in the prepping, you know, things. It, you just, I don't know. It gets expensive, and this is a reason a lot of times you get burnt out. You start spending some money, and you're like, crap, this is this is taking a toll on my bank account. This is pissing off my wife or my husband yeah. or whatever it is. You know, it's making me want to, like, work overtime, which it, it's just hard. So uh, the money aspect of it is something that can push you into a prepper burnout for sure. Yeah, right? yeah. I think we're in kind of a little unique yeah, situation to where I wouldn't have nearly the stuff that no. we do if we weren't reviewing it yeah. and stuff. So. Grateful for that, but I could see how that would be. Oh, yeah. There's no way I would have what I have. I wouldn't have anything even close, (laughs) you know? So I can see how that can be an issue for people and how it can take you into that prepper burnout. Um, Another thing is it's very time-consuming. If you're going to be a prepper, you know, depending on kind of what level you go to, even if you're a casual prepper, it takes time to do these things. It doesn't just happen, Mm -hmm. right? And this is time... Sometimes it's away from your family, it's away from your friends, maybe it's time away from your job, your your hobbies and your recreational activities. So this can actually make you stressed sometimes because sure. of the time spent. And it can make the people around you stressed. You know, your your wife could get upset, your friends, your kids, whatever it is. But um, so a lot of times, 
that builds up, you know, the, the, the time spent and it will send you to that prepper burnout stage. I mean, there's just no way around it sometimes. True. Yeah. Um, and I think Cam alluded to this one a little bit. You can start to second guess if what you're doing is even worth it. Yeah. That one sometimes is hard. You yeah. know, am I wasting this time? Am I wasting this money? Am I wasting the resources? Yeah. Like, cause it's a lot. And a lot of times you go, it is, it's a waste, you know? Uh, so never mind. I'm and I done. think on that, like a tough thing can be when you, you start getting interested and you start digging and asking questions and there can be some real dick holes out there that are like, oh, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, or you're oh, like, for sure. you're starting yeah. to get into this and you're like, I want to share with people your progress. And they're like, you know, we get comments, those bags don't even look like they've been used. Well, they haven't because I'm preparing <laughs> yeah. for something. It's like, I haven't thanks gone, for your I haven't had comment. the bug out, yeah. you know? I mean, I use them here and there, but it's like I'm not bugging out for three days straight with these things. They're not going to look like they're used. Yeah. You know so what I mean? So it's just like. And I've gotten 22 When you're backpacks. trying to motivate yourself, there's always some yeah. dickhole that's trying for to, sure. to knock you down. Well, and they and might like, say, yeah, and they might say, well, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. Stop doing that. And you go, like, yeah. well, shit, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't, know, was it, I don't know if it was you that told me or my wife told me that somebody had commented on getting the ham. I think it was to my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Bill Nye. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Um, he had said that getting into the ham radio was like, okay, I can see how Cam's delayed because I think he went onto some forums and asked questions. And they I were, think it was, well, I don't think it was Bill Nye. It was somebody else, though. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. it wasn't. Um, but they were just like, yeah. they're total a holes to me. Yeah. Like, a holes, B holes, C holes, <laughs> all of them. And that's what's so frustrating about being a prepper is yeah. the ones that are just like, you don't belong here. Yeah. And that's what we didn't want to create. Mm-hmm. And you still find those douchebags. Yeah. So. And that that can turn you off to it and it can yeah, lead like, to well, burnout. Yeah, you're like, screw it. I don't screw care you guys. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm burned out. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with you people anymore. So you don't have guns, you're dead already. <laughs> you yeah, not enough ammo, not enough guns. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so yeah, second guessing if what you're doing is worth it really is a is a tough thing to deal with. Um, sometimes you feel like like there's so much to do, there's so far to go, um, there's so many different things that you don't have. It just it discourages you. It does. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Um I've I've definitely been there. Like you can get overwhelmed when you read or see these other preppers who have bunkers, guns. They they have these bu- bug out properties. They've got these crazy <laughs> right. vehicles. They got generators. You're like, you know well, what I mean? They're gonna outlast me. So why am I prepping? Like I, I'm never gonna get there. Yeah. That's what that you know what I mean. And so you're just like screw it. I'm not gonna get there. So why why am I spending the time or the money? And I understand that completely. Um, sometimes. it's the amount of these possible SHTF situations that come at you can be overwhelming. I mean, look back at 2020. There was so much of it. Yeah. I actually felt this in 2020. I'm like, screw this. I'm done worrying about (laughs) this. You know what I mean? There's pandemics. There's this civil unrest. There's this, you know, these elections that have all these dire consequences. Everybody's like, gosh, damn world's going to be on fire. Um, and you're just like, I want to disengage from all of it <laughs> and just like read a book or yeah. go do jujitsu or play PlayStation or something. I don't want to do anything that's related to prepping because it just makes me think of all this crap that yeah. I don't want to deal with. Yeah, 2020 was taxing in that Holy regard. Fudge. It's like prepping was extremely fun as a hobby. Yeah. And now that it's in play, I hate it. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. And so there was a point in 2020 where I just, I started ignoring stuff. I yeah. wasn't listening to the news. <laughs> I, I wasn't too. worried about anything. Which any, is so opposite of what we usually do. I but, know. Um, but you kind of had to. Yeah. Or it, you're just like, I'm depressed. And 
and we say these things, and it's not like always it's a bad thing to take that break. No. Sometimes it's a good thing, and we'll talk about that. But you know that these are the things that will cause this prepper burnout. Um, another thing is preppers get busy. And this kind of goes back to the time thing, but you have kids, you have jobs, you have friends, hopefully you got friends, uh, you know, um, sometimes you just let other things kind of get in the way. Yeah. Um, other interests start to take over. Maybe you found a new hobby and it's yeah. sort of taking, or they not, yeah, you know, not necessarily get in the way. That's just your life. You yeah. have to live. Yes. And then you're just like, I'm so tired. Like, I don't, I don't want to, how do you prepare for the future when you can't even handle a day in front of you? Exactly. And so that gets tough. Um, and then the last one I want to talk about is sometimes it's like, what do, what do I do? <laughs> right. What's the next thing I've got? Like, I've done a bunch of stuff. Six machetes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. 42 backpacks. I feel like I'm good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. The whole community can bug out with me. Yeah. So you, you feel like maybe you've gone as far as you can go or you wanted to, or yeah. maybe you've accomplished your prepping goals. So you're like, well, I did these things that I wanted to do. So I'm just going to chill. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> these are some of the things that maybe bring you into this prepper burnout or this prepper funk or uh this you know not caring about prepping for yeah a while. those are one thing for me too is like running out of space oh yeah i'm just sure. like i want more water but where i don't have anywhere to put this yeah so i'm like well i guess i'm screwed yeah i'm just three I'm, months from my max yeah this is where i, <laughs> I ain't sit. going any further yeah. unless i dig a well exactly but yeah so mm-hmm. one weird thing though what so covid19 pandemic has brought many changes and challenges to all of us Currently, mm-hmm. a lot of people are remotely working from home, Lucky using their suckers. cell phones. So cybercrime has been increased by 600%. Can you what? believe that? That's crazy. That's a lot of percent. Was, yeah. Wish I made that much percent. Movie on, percent. In, on stocks and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know. But guess what? You can protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You can go online safely as a gray man by using Surfshark. Yes. Surfshark is a VPN that can protect you and all your devices from online threats. Go gray man completely. Mm-hmm. Protect yourself from ads and dirty emails, Mm -hmm. things like that. If you click on them, don't worry about it. You're not using your IP. You're cloaked. It's the best way to go. It's a super easy to use app. It's clean. My favorite thing about it is when you purchase it, it's good for all of your devices that connect to the intranets. And then you can use it for enjoyment, too. You can go into the UK and pretend like you're there because it puts an IP address, connects to a server there, and you can watch their Netflix. Yeah. Pretty freaking cool. Theirs is probably better than ours. Probably. I don't know. Their accents are great. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Get all, I, I feel like I'm getting smarter or more sophisticated by yeah. listening to the English accent. I don't like the way they shoot their films or TV shows. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're that pal, weird. that 25 frames a second or whatever the hell it is, stupid. Well, only you won't notice that. No. We're Other people all notice blind. it. <laughs> um... But, hey, you can have this today. You can yeah. go to Surfshark.com, type in Casual Preppers, 83% off for 24 months, plus you get three four three extra months. That's $2.21 to protect you online. Three extra months? Yeah. That's like so you're a third months. of the way to having a baby. <laughs> I know. Think of how long that is. It's <laughs> yeah, you know, a long time. The, but um, $59.76, less than $60. Bucks. Mm. You can be completely covered and if you don't like it in that 30 days or don't find you use it very much fully refundable boom you're dumb not to go do this yep. go to surfshark.deals slash casual preppers try it for 30 days yeah go i like it so cam how do we get out of this funk or how do we avoid keep yourself funk? out of the funk yeah yeah how, what do we do so one of the hard things to do when especially if you're first getting into prepping or 
you're you're trying to play catch up mm. is just getting overwhelmed by trying to do too many things. So oh yeah, it's always good to be slow and steady. Yes. So just slow down. Make little tiny goals to kind of help you to just slowly start building your preps. Um, little things like you're going to the grocery store anyway. Mm-hmm. Just add twenty four you know bottles of water to the store, or add or twenty five yeast. 26, yeah, I don't right. know. You can do th- those simple things because, you know, unless you're super good planner, you're going to the grocery store at least once a week. Oh, yeah, for sure. At least yeah. once a week. Or, you know, you're going to the gas, you're driving by the gas station to work, you know, top it off. Or, mm-hmm. you know, those little things that can just slowly build over time mm-hmm. is kind of a key to not getting like overwhelmed and exhausted. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to build a bunker the first week no. of prepping. And if you do, great fantastic yeah but like it's not i sprayed an orange square where i want to dig one there i'm gonna do it and one percent every day one percent better than yesterday (laughs) yeah it's just slow and steady is always the best way to go especially with prepping because it's a it's a it's not a sprint it's that marathon it's a long-term thing you want to do it the rest of your life you know and And i think those little slow tiny changes Mm -hmm. are are at least 50% of what my preps are made up of. Oh, for sure. Because it's like, yeah, got a juice container. Do mm-hmm. I throw it away? Mm-hmm. I'll just wash it out and store, you know. Some water. If it stays there for two years, I'll just sterilize it by boiling or whatever. Sure, yeah. Just little things like that add up, and that's where most of my preps have come of just mm-hmm. from, like, taking little bits of, of, of prepping here and there, and it's mm-hmm. it's built up over this time. Yeah, like you know, it's like with EDC, start with carrying a knife. You know, yeah. that you got that one little You'll thing. You'll get used to it. And yeah. you're like, where and, is it? Yeah. And that's one tiny little thing that you can change and boom, you're more prepared. Yeah. You know? Um, one thing that takes a lot of stress off for me is like, there's so many skills out there, mm-hmm. so many things I want to learn, but it takes time. And obviously you want to put them into place so you learn them better, mm-hmm. but not everybody has that amount of time or, you know, that they can get the the time to go and develop these skills Mm -hmm. but i feel and some people don't think this is a good idea but i think having books Mm -hmm. takes a lot of stress off for me it does for me because i know that i'm like one if you're most in in most scenarios you're going to be bugging in yes and you're going to be bored Mm -hmm. and so what better way to kind of entertain and develop some skill than you can just go to those books you might not have youtube you might not have the internet you might not have Mm-hmm. All these other things to help develop these skills. Books are like essential. And you were just mentioning it now, like all the freaking like Elon Musk and all them, mm-hmm. like they read, 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 read. Yes. So it's like to get smarter and to stay, you know, on top of things and skill development. Yeah. Maybe you can't do it right now, but if you have the resources to yeah. build those skills later, then that's you're ahead. I, I keep, you know, I need to get better on the medical side of stuff, the first aid side of stuff. I keep thinking like I'm gonna do like a class or I'm gonna do something. You but know, it's hard to it's find so that time. Freaking hard, but at least I know that I've got I have several books at home. So if it comes down to the point where there's an SHTF situation or you know, things I've got something I can start you know, reading in those times. Why don't you try reading a book <laughs> instead of book? Exactly. So but yeah, like a lot of people, you know, it's like the comments, like, are you going to take that book with you? That's not going to do any good. You got to have it, yeah. you know, stored away. That's not, that's not true. So like, I don't, there's going to be naysayers, but having mm-hmm. those books available and developing, you're going to get something 
enough, you know, yeah. you're going to be able to develop some skills that are going to be useful, even if you didn't have the time to do it before mm-hmm. some catastrophe. Yeah. So it takes a lot of stress off me to have those books. I agree. Um, this, this I've found to be so true, especially with this pandemic is self-care and preparing like your health. Mm-hmm. So take care of yourself now can prevent the exhaustion from life itself. And yeah. then- you know, which means all the less things prep like prepping yeah. and all that. You're not going to have interest in doing anything because you can't even handle life. Because you're trying to focus on not dying. Right. Yeah. And so self-care is a huge part of, of health or of prep and, and, and staying on top of things and not feeling burnt out. Yeah. Um, mental health, like in practice right now, like my visits have gone from like sickness and all that. People don't come in for that anymore because they're like, Oh, it's not coronavirus. I'm not going to go, which has been super weird. Like I don't see sinus infections hardly. I don't see sore throats or anything. That's because masks work, Cam. People are scared, (laughs) right? (laughs) People are like kind of paranoid to go in for non-essential or non-important things. But the big thing that I've seen is a huge spike in like psych visits. Really? Because people are, everybody's burned out with this pandemic, but a lot of them just weren't in a good position to begin with. Yeah. And so they've just turned that, you know, they're just like, they're in a horrible place right now. Yeah. So makes a lot of sense. And like, you know, getting your health in, in line now, eating better, exercising, it's going to put you so much further ahead in any scenario, even if you haven't gotten all these things, yeah, you know, lined out all these preps. So I like that. Just taking care of yourself and having good health makes a big difference to avoid burnout. Yeah, you're just gonna have more energy to do the things you want to do. In, yeah, in one of those, you're gonna be more prepping. ambitious. You're gonna be able yeah. to think straight. So, yep. and like the people that rely heavily on, you know, like Xanax or something, yeah. that's not always gonna be available. And and so if you're not in a way or know of ways, you know, like. Um, yoga and things like that to bring your mm-hmm. stress level down. If you haven't figured out that yet, then you're going to be in a tight spot. For sure. A bad spot. Yeah. Um, and then keeping it super simple. We, you don't, like Kobe was saying, you don't need to dig your bug out bunker the, the time that you, or your location, you need to go and start building the cabin up in the mountains yeah. when you first start getting into prepping. Just take it slow and, and be simple about it. Like pick up those extra water bottles and... Add a little bit of um, salt and pepper when you go to the grocery store. Yeah. So just keep keeping those things simple. Don't go overboard. You don't need to learn how to create a nuclear reactor in a, you know, <laughs> SHTF yeah. to sustain energy. Like, do just the basics and the simple stuff. And then be realistic. Like, the area you live in, if you feel overwhelmed by a possible asteroid strike or World War III, or, then just focus on what are the potential problems in your area? Mm-hmm. Are you going to have a flood? You know, prepare for those things that are more likely than anything to happen or a loss of a job or, you know. Exactly. So That's... it's like you don't need to prepare for the intense, you know, you don't need to get firearms for Civil War two and things like that. That can be overwhelming, stressed out. Just focus on what could happen to you most likely, like losing your job or, or having a health problem or floods or natural disasters so yeah it's funny actually i have a video i'm going to put out on tiktok probably tomorrow about like doing a personal threat assessment that's exactly what it is like look at the things where you live what and 
your lifestyle? What are the things that are most likely to affect you? Yeah. And then work on the ones that are most likely first. You know what I mean? Don't get overwhelmed because when you start to work on 19 different things and one of them is an asteroid strike and the other one is a nuclear <laughs> reactor meltdown, it's like, <laughs> right. where do I go? Yeah. It's too much. It is. And it's it will overwhelm you and you'll get burnt out. So start with the simple things like Cam said and be realistic with it. What's most likely going to happen? Probably your damn car is going to break down. <laughs> right. right? Or or probably the power is going to go out. You get strep throat. Yeah. You're gonna get strep throat. Um, you know, so work on those things that are relatively easy to prep. Yeah, and to make you feel good once you get something done. Like, exactly. It's like, oh, I I got a I got the you know the jumper cables in my truck and I got the the jumper battery. Like, oh, I feel pretty damn good now. Seriously, and you're gonna feel better about it, and it's gonna just kind of snowball all those little things. You know, yep. and they're realistic and they're and they're helpful. You know, it's not just like I'm getting. It's not a, like you're being a doomsday prepper. Exactly, you're just like making life easier. Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. So just keep it nice and simple. Um. The whole, uh, where was I going to go with that? Uh, yeah. The, uh, anyway, I, I had someone going to say, I forgot. <laughs> oh, just in terms of like being realistic, mm-hmm. the, uh, food and water always comes back yeah. to the, those basic things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we always go through like the exciting, like volcanic eruption and, yeah. you know, and stuff, but it always comes back to what's going to keep you alive and yeah. comfortable like if it that's all you it always comes on. down to like a supply chain break and so you've got water and food that you have to deal with yeah that's what, like that's what'll keep you alive 99 percent of that everything. will take the stress off from you yep. big time so mm-hmm. just take make it super simple yep and then one thing is to you know share what you know that sometimes solidifies the things that you learn mm-hmm. and it makes you a little more motivated because recently somebody bringing up the you know they're i've got some water how do i i'm like man i need to like refresh on that stuff yeah and and it made me more motivated to reassess my water so if if you're actively engaging and talking about Mm -hmm. it and sharing it with other people even if it's you know online ignore all the buttholes Mm -hmm. it just helps to kind of get you in the mindset of like oh yeah i need to do that a little more and and there's a lot of people that are super helpful i've had we've had tons of people comment that i'm like that's a great idea that's a really good idea yeah so just share what you know and, and pick up from other people sharing. Don't expect to be an expert on anything. And that, and just when like sharing with people, it gets you more excited too, because you're kind of bringing somebody into this thing that you like. You yeah. know, you're, like I always get excited when somebody asks me about. Oh, cool. Yeah, let's talk about it. These yeah. are the things I. That's do. That's what's like motivated. Yeah. you and I the most for it's sure. Like we get these emails where they're like, hey, I've started doing this. Like, that's more than anything to me. I never expected to help somebody in that way. It's like, oh, I was helped through this pandemic. I had this and this and this. And the only reason I had it is because you guys talked about it. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. That we actually affected somebody or something. Yeah. To saying all these stupid things to these microphones. You know what I mean? It's so (laughs) crazy. But you could do the same thing, just, you know, having conversations with neighbors and family. Yeah, yeah. And that helps you to to kind of get reinvigorated and re-motivated. Okay, yeah, I can help people. I can help myself. Yeah, I'm not going to get burnt out, you know. So some those are some of the things that, you know, yeah. can really help. Absolutely. But Kobe has more that are great. They're just great. Fantastic. These ones are great, yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know, kind of changing up your focus to something that is prepping related but is kind of fun is a great way to to keep motivated or to get back into it, you know. Um, like camping. family and I, counting calories. Like exactly, Kobe's yeah, we did that. I don't know why that one keeps coming back up, but <laughs> we did do that one night. The kids had fun. I don't care what anyone says. They they loved it. Um, the wife was less enthused about the whole so they're thing. They're out on the blacktop. <laughs> Guess how many calories we got yeah, home. Telling the kids. <laughs> we got like 24,000 calories a piece. Well, my dad has 28,000 <laughs> calories. <laughs> my dad eats that in a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Your dad's a fat ass. 
Um, yeah, but, you know, going out camping and having fun with your gear, get out and use it. Have fun with it, you know. Learn some skills that might be relevant to prepping, like fire starting or cooking or, you know, I don't know, putting tourniquets <laughs> on, something like that. that yeah. That is, I'd say the majority of, like, the thing, like, my beginning stuff started with camping. For gear. sure. Yeah, like, and, because camping and is fun. Learning how to use it, what makes camping way more comfortable. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you know, go get some chickens. They're fun. Get some chickens. Get some backyard chickens. <laughs> um, you know, watch some movies that might be prepping related. Read some books, fiction and nonfiction, but have fun with it. If you're not going to have fun with prepping, it's probably not going to last, and you're going to get burnt out. Yeah. So think about that. Or you're going to become an a hole like those. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be an a hole or a b hole. <laughs> don't do it. Um. We talked about this before, but don't compare yourself with other preppers. You Get know, chickens, watch movies, and read some books. That's <laughs> a new list. Prepper. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, but don't compare yourself with these other preppers. And this actually goes with all aspects of your life. You will be a much happier person if you never compare yeah, yourself to we anybody about else. That before. It is it never does good. Yeah. It, it always just makes you feel like a dummy. And like you're not doing what you should yeah. be. When really, if somebody's you stop... always doing something better than you, exactly, just deal with it. Yeah. So just don't compare yourself to other preppers because it doesn't matter. There's always going to be somebody who has more gear, is you know has more skills, and they're yep. smarter with prepping. Just do you. You know, do what's best for you and your family. Do what's reasonable. Don't go out on a limb with stuff because somebody else did. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. Just Bought a do... homer, I'm buying a homer. Yeah, exactly. You got a homer, I'm going to buy two. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know what I mean? Um, trying to keep up with the Prepper Joneses is, is going to lead to burnout or bankruptcy. One of the two. <laughs> yeah, it's so like, true. it's so hard to do. So just stop comparing yourself to other preppers and just do the thing that you like to do. All right? Mm-hmm. Um, don't try and be perfect because it's impossible. It is impossible. It, you know, it's it's 100% impossible to prep the for- The perfect prepper will find you. <laughs> And <laughs> tell you you're doing it and wrong. Ridicule you. Yeah. It's impossible to prep for every scenario. It is not, it's, you can't do no. it, you guys. So don't try. You know, just, just know that, you know, just get what you need right now. Right. And if you're prepping for prep, there's, there's a small portion that, yeah, you can prep for everyone yes. with your food and water. Yeah. But beyond that, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> no, it's impossible. If you're going for perfection, you're going to make yourself crazy and you're going to get burnt out, you know? Um, uh, you know, just kind of try and prep for the widest amount of scenarios possible while keeping things reasonable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it just, you know, it means more money and more time. You just, you don't want prepping to take over your life. No. And it will if you're trying to be perfect with it, you know? It's not, if it's your day job, I don't know how you... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm. If it is your day job, how are you cool. getting paid? That's awesome. <laughs> right. I want to figure that In out. food and water. <laughs> I just collect food and water. Get a paycheck every two weeks. Great 401k. From somewhere. That's from somewhere. It just keeps coming. That stimulus sure helped. Yeah, it's been great. Um, so just think about that. Um, here's a big one that I think I, I, I hesitate to say this, but block out the fear merchants. Um, there are we've been accused of being fear merchants, which is funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like okay, did you listen to anything? But there are a lot of people. There's a lot of figures in the media that are the prepping media, so like YouTube and podcast. They make their money and they get their audience and they get their clicks by trying to freak people out. Right. Right? Sensational. Yeah. I There was one specific one that I always think of, and I went to YouTube. I'm not going to say the name. 
and I was looking at the, some of the casual v- preference. No, yeah, basement nation. Some of the video <laughs> names, like the names of the videos they were putting out. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, these aren't exactly the same, but these are similar. It's happening. Prepare while you still can. <laughs> yeah. And this was within like a two week period. That was one of them. Get ready for the imminent crash. Yeah. That was another one. Civil war is here. <laughs> that was three of them within two weeks. Uh, yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. That will freaking freak you out. And Clickbait. Yeah, it's clickbait. Don't, you know, you're going to get, like, all amped up every two days yeah. when these new videos come out. Like, oh, crap. Shut up, oh, I got to buy this. You know, it's not ending. The world's not ending. It hasn't yet ended, no. you know? We've had some very mild SHTF situations over the past year, but we've all, most of us have gotten through it. 2020 didn't end the world. No. And that was probably the closest I've been in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the closest to the edge we've gotten in quite some time for sure. Doomsday clock was like. Yeah, except for maybe, you know, Y2K. That was yeah. close. <laughs> yeah, we got close there. Um, but so just, I think that those people, you've got to, you got to be careful not to get sucked into that because that will lead to burnout. Because, like, every two days, you're like, I can't keep up with this. <laughs> How much food can I buy? No more bullets available. <laughs> Stock markets crash everything. <laughs> yeah, it just that'll it'll freak you out, man. It'll yeah. freak the people out around you, and you start to become a crazy person. Your like, you glands will, are like, <laughs> yeah, they're just shriveled up. Your fruit flights, like, <laughs> yeah. burned your body. There's like out. little raisins that are like <laughs> full of dust. <laughs> That's your adrenal glands. I can't decide yet. Yeah, so keep an even keel, you know? We try our best not to do that. It's hard sometimes because of the stuff we do. This is what we talk about, but we try our best not to freak people out. We're just like, stay calm, prep on, stay survive. That's why we say that, because we're trying not to be the fear merchants. Um, Anyways, um, keep it reasonable, keep it affordable. We've talked about this a couple of times, but um, if you're prepping at a level where you're struggling to afford it, yeah, not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that will lead to burnout really quick. Another disaster is coming your way. Yeah, and it's not good. One that you're prepared for. <laughs> it's not a great one. We always suggest getting your finances in order before you do anything else. Um, we, we always keep coming back to that. But when the money starts starts to weigh on you, this is where it, it puts strain on you and your your relationships, like with your wife and your kids, and it's like if you're spending all your money on beans and rice yeah. that you're not going to. You're eat. down sharpening all your knives every <laughs> evening. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you've got to keep it affordable. Oh, um, you gotta be prepared. So the best thing is, you know, plan and budget for it. You, if you have an extra twenty bucks a month and that's all you got, dude, you're gonna be fine. Just use the twenty bucks a month. Yeah, do what you can. You know what I mean? Don't go get the interest, high interest credit card or a loan to go buy, you know, socks and uh, <laughs> beans. Yeah. Just don't do it. So make a plan, budget, and take it slow. Um, this one might be my favorite. Balance. Keep it casual. Enjoy life. Guys, Work on your balance? Yeah. Ooh, 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 well, you never know. You're going to walk yeah. the type rope. This is why Casual Preppers exists, because we branded the podcast and our kind of our prepping philosophy this way because we think it's the best way to prep. Um, we don't think that you should let prepping take over your entire life. You shouldn't be a prepping a-hole or a b-hole. Don't be one. You should be able to live a normal life and still be prepared. Um, Going overboard, it can kind of be fun for a while, maybe, um, but it will lead to burnout and it will lead to crazy town. Like, you're going to be the mayor of crazy town because it will take over. (laughs) Seriously. Have fun. Have a life. Don't take everything so damn serious all the time. Prepare, but remember, most of the time, you're going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, really. And that's why we, we why we exist cuz we want to talk about it, we want to be prepared, but we don't want to be doomsday preppers. Yeah. Right? 
If so. you ever feel that we are serious, <laughs> you know, we're, we are, we touch on the seriousness, but sure, not, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. you're, you're interpreting things wrong. Like, <laughs> You've got something wrong with your brain. Do not be so serious. Yeah, don't, because you got it. you have to enjoy, you have to have a life outside of prepping or right. you will get burnt out 100%. Um, this is something I've seen a few times. Don't obsess over one specific scenario that you're prepping for. Um, there, there's a lot of preppers who just get very obsessed with one specific thing. You, you know, remember watching Doomsday Preppers, mm-hmm. and every time they say, "What are you prepping for?" I'm prepping for the collapse of the economy due to World War Three. Yeah. Like, and that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm preparing for the New Madrid earthquake. It's like very very specific <laughs> yeah. things, which can be good. You know, because you're gonna get pretty prepared. You're crush it in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. If that happens, dude, you're you're rocking <laughs> you made it. All the right. You're decisions. the freaking all star of yeah. a prepper. But those, like, think when about there's this. There's a wildfire around your bug out location. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crap. You didn't prepare. I for didn't it. prepare for it. Those, like, the I was thinking about this. Those people who were completely obsessed over like the 2012 end of world or Y2K. They probably got a little bit burnt out when <laughs> shit didn't go down the way they thought it was. Like, yeah. oh, crap. You know, I, you know, I this the world it. kept going. Um, you know, maybe there, maybe somebody's scenario was Trump's going to murder us all. Yeah. I didn't get murdered. You didn't get <laughs> murdered. Or maybe it was Obama's taking all our guns and killing our babies. Yeah. He didn't do that. We're all sure. still alive. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I haven't figured out yet yeah. if that happened. Or... So if you if you start obsessing over one scenario and just prepping for that, you're going to get burnt out, you know, because you're prepping a certain way all the time. You're prepping very specific skills maybe and very specific gear, and um, it's just really not great. And so you got to kind of broaden the things that you think about. Sure. And it's just a better way to look at prepping in general, you know. Um, prepping for one thing isn't the best. Um, there's actually a good, uh, there was a podcast on the Y2K thing. Oh, there were really? some preppers on there. I can't remember what it was called, but it was pretty interesting. I bet. Because a lot of people were like, it's the end of the world. And it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> even a big deal. <laughs> Nothing happened. You know? It's pretty funny. Um, Cam alluded to this a little bit ago, too. Keeping organized is a great way to avoid some of that prepper burnout. Because I'll tell you what, I've been there. And I go and I look at all the food and I'm like, Holy fudge! I don't know what I have, what you I got don't fudge? have. Yeah, <laughs> prepper fudge. Holy fudge! Why the ball is fudge? Twenty-five year shelf life fudge. <laughs> Tastes great. Mm, Barring um, this, yeah. But I look at all of the crap I have just thrown, and I'm like, screw it. I'm not buying any more food. I don't even know what I got. Yeah, I could have fifteen years worth of food down here, and I don't even <laughs> know it. You know? Yeah. So you've got it. You have to keep organized. I went to Harbor Freight and bought a bunch of little organizer bins, mm-hmm. just little cheap ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Pocket knives and fire starters. <laughs> it's hilarious that you need a whole bin for pocket knives. You do. Well, yeah, yeah. That's pretty sad. <laughs> that is sad. It's but awesome. you know what I mean? It's like yeah. when you're unorganized, you're just like, oh, I'm going to deal with this. Yeah, uh, it's so bad, man. Um, it, and it's more fun when it's organized because, like, you can go down and check it, yeah, look at it. But when it's not organized, you don't even want to know it exists. You're just like, screw that. I'm not even looking can in I the direction. This off in case I need to bust the wall. I'm just down. gonna light a match in there and let it go because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to deal with it. Really, it, it really like how I just I don't know it keeping does. lists and inventory and detailed plans and those things makes it all more doable and easier to handle and less less chance for burnouts you know so for sure can't get another drink of that i'm getting You're burned going out going to sleep no. um here's something that i think is is 
really good for helping with it as well. Is broadcast um, over and burn out. <laughs> bring a friend along for the ride. You know, prepping, doing anything with a friend is way better. You know, I call shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> Kobe's prepper plans. Yeah, exactly, but prepping with a friend is a thousand times more fun. It like hundred really percent, it is. Doing it by yourself, you know, in your in secret is not very cool. <laughs> no, you know, um, you know, learning together, prepping together, having someone. I don't to kind know of, how you would. Like, I don't know how you keep motivated if you didn't have somebody. I don't to, like talk about it. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, and even if it's just you know kind of maybe listening to this podcast and you, we're friends everybody listening we're all yeah. friends so we'll prep with you i'll friend you all but bringing somebody along it's like you can bounce ideas off of people and i know that like anytime cam's like oh i did this and this i'm like Shit, yeah i better do that too you know and that's a little bit of keeping up with the joneses but it it, it helps you keep motivated and it keeps your butt in gear to do the things you should be doing you know it's it's really it's no different than like having an accountability buddy for working out or you know exactly that's, that's it's the exactly same thing how i look at it it's the same thing so um, bring a friend along for the ride and they'll help keep you motivated and you guys can bounce ideas off of each other and you're going to have way more fun way more fun uh, the last thing I, I just want to talk about is taking short breaks because, you know, we talked about that being an issue, but sometimes it's not an issue. Sometimes you need to take that that short break. You don't have to make prepping a thing that you do every single day. You yeah. don't have to. It shouldn't be a chore. No. Like, if you're feeling like it is, then, then just take a little break. Take a break from it. it. That doesn't mean you throw away all the stuff you've done. Yeah, I'll get extra water. Yeah. I'm here at the grocery store. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to say, never mind, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just going to kind of take a little bit of a break. Um, if that's a mental break or a you know, physical break or a financial break, don't do it for a bit, you know? Yeah. Um, for some people, like, the prepping actually will amp up their anxiety, but for me, it's not the it's the no, opposite. No, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I can um, understand how you could get into that. Of like, yeah. Oh, crap. But if you get there, take a short break, keep things fresh, keep yourself happy, and then, you know, you're going you're gonna to avoid that burnout. You know, you don't want to just keep going and, and hating life and hating right. prepping. And well, I got this. a job, <laughs> yeah. and once I'm off, I got to go do my other job. Got to go do my other job. Some water and yeah, so don't, don't do make that. it that way. Yep. So that's what we got. That's prepper burnout, man. Yeah. Hopefully that helps you get out of your funk. Yeah, man. Funkalicious. <laughs> or mm. prevent your funk. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, today's podcast is brought to you by Pack. The only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional-grade stuff inside. Use code CASUALPREPPERS and get a free separate bag set of EDC gear along with your first month's TAC pack. Head to TACPAC.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS for that free, 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 sweet, sweet gear. You gotta love it, man. Yeah. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. So... I really like improvised medicine. Okay. You know, if you don't have the gear, you didn't get the tools, mm -hmm. can't listen to people's heart rate, stuff like that, then, you know, what do you do? Or, or Stick your how ear up to their chest. <laughs> right. Improvise. And that's exactly where I was going with it. Oh, that. whoops. <laughs> Is, no, well... The reason this was developed, and that's what I was going to talk about, like a stethoscope, you know, yeah. it is helpful to listen to people's lungs to hear if there's crackles in there, mm -hmm. like you're getting a fluid in your lungs, or if your heart rate's all funky. You know, and stethoscopes are kind of expensive, and there's a lot of crappy ones out there, but it's nice to have one, and you should get one. But if you mm -hmm. don't, there are ways, and this was developed by, I forget his, I forget his name, but his issue with just putting his ear up to the chest was like, women, that's a bit awkward. <laughs> Or is it? Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's awkward at all. But, you know, he was like sticking his I'm ear up to the chest. 
Move your breasts aside. <laughs> Let me hear your heart. <laughs> I'm just going to push these to the side. Yeah, stick my ear in there. <laughs> but he, you know, he came up with a simple plan of just, yeah. you can get, a, a um, you can make an improvised stethoscope or well, other tools. So one of the, one of the ways to do that is something as simple as just taking anything that's like a cylinder and mm-hmm. one of the best ones is your toilet paper rolls. <laughs> Like you That's can awesome. put those up to the chest, then you're uh-huh. not touching on the breasticles, <laughs> yeah. and you can hear the heart really well. Uh-huh. And um, you can do that with any kind of tube that you can find. So, hmm. just that prehistoric way can can save you money in in, in a pinch. Um, Interesting. Some of the more high tech ones, which are, which are pretty cool, is even so like pediatric patients and stuff like that. If you're trying to you you're worried about listening to an infant's heart rate and stuff like that. The tube one can work. Sometimes you want to have something a little bit more um, detailed is you can take a syringe, like a, a big 20cc syringe, you cut the top off, and then you got that rubber plunger cut portion. Cut the top of the syringe or the baby. <laughs> yeah, cut the top syringe. You can see the heart. <laughs> Just open her up. Take a look. You can see the heart moving pretty much. Doing good. Just put <laughs> yeah. her back together. So you cut the syringe, the top of it off, so you mm-hmm. got the tip of the syringe, you know, that has the little... Uh, tiny nozzle portion yeah and then you take the plunger part and you can cut a hole in it so you got the rubber plunger portion take that rubber piece and put it in the part you cut off and then you can just tie a tube or put like a a rubber tube onto the nipple portion of the syringe and then you just put the rubber Mm. piece up it's not pokey or anything and you can Mm. listen you're gonna have to show us how to do that because i don't understand i know i think it is hard to explain um but yeah so you can improvise and have a nice stethoscope and one other little uh, cool feature of a stethoscope that I thought was funny is if somebody, an elderly patient, can't hear you, mm-hmm. you reverse it. You put your <laughs> stethoscope in their and ears and you talk into the That's a good one. I was like, I didn't think about or it. Or you can use a toilet paper roll. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you poke it in their ear. Poke it over their ear. High blood pressure. <laughs> Diabetes. How much metoparol you taking? <laughs> but anyway, improvised no stethoscopes. No more Viagra. They do work. And yeah. you can make one today. Today. <laughs> Go do it today. But I like um, it. That's a yeah. good one. Good. Thank you. That's it. That's it. That's I like all. it. Well, thank you all. I uh, appreciate you guys hanging around. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, what the hell are you doing? Go do it right now. <laughs> yeah. Just takes two seconds. Hit the button. Subscribe. It. Done. It's done. You subscribe on on um check off prepper. The, take a break for six months. <laughs> exactly. Subscribe on the podcast and whatever podcast platform you're using. Go subscribe on YouTube. Go follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the places where you normally get yeah. your socials and your medias. Okay? And, socials and, your medias. and that's all we got, right? That's it. Okay. Don't get burned out. Don't get burned out. Stay survived.